Well, welcome back. Um, we've got a great show for you today. Even though Foster's not here, this is Gary Baker, uh, Ed Riddell. Ed, great to have you here. Oh, man, it's always great to be here. <laughs> Sun shining. What is it? Memorial Day weekend. Yeah, it's, uh, it's going to be a good time, Cal. Um, Cal Carson's with us here. You know, it works so much better when you hit the button and it turns the mic on. on. But, uh, yeah, it's really great to be here today. I mean, despite the fact that it's wonderful outside and we're inside, but it's going to be great. We're going to have a good show. I know that. I can feel it. It has me thinking about summer. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, being outside well, and, and so what, what, what are you going to do with all your electronics? Oh, well, and Emily Hay is also here. Um, she's on the phone, but she may be outside. Emily, welcome uh, to join us today. Hi, Gary. Thanks for having me on. Hi, guys. And I am also sitting indoors, but I'm happy about it because it's the Internet Advisor Show. <laughs> oh, that's that's wonderful. Well, thank you for joining us, uh, especially because uh, Foster did uh, have a, a small emergency, so he's not going to be able to join us. So we're glad that you could. And thank you. Cal, you're uh, you know, you're I full I, of like I, I, stories today. I've got to ask first before I go any further, because I don't get a chance to talk to Emily that much. Emily, how <laughs> is the little sheriff doing? Oh, you're so sweet, Cal. Thank you. Little Ainsley's good. She we we hit the one one year mark. I don't know if I've been on since she turned one. I think so, maybe. Um, so she's one, and she's doing great. We're almost walking, so I'll make sure that you guys get the update. Thank you. Oh, but oh, I, I, I bet she's talking. <laughs> but all she says is da 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 all the time. <laughs> uh, he's got to love that. So that's that's yeah. great. So Cal, other questions because I know you were just like full of questions on the way in today. I, I'm full of something so for <laughs> sure. But uh, I, I was just thinking uh, we on the way in today, and I said to myself, "Wow, you know, it's Memorial Day weekend. That means it's the beginning of summer. It's like wow. I mean, I'm so glad it finally got here. And then you know, with the beginning of summer, of course, folks are going up to the cottage. They're going away on trips. They're doing all sorts of things. And when you go and leave to go do some things, of course, you're going to take your technology with you. You got your laptops. You got your tablets. You got your phones. And that also means you have to take all the accessories that are necessary to go along with it. And I started going down the list in my head saying, well, what all would I have to take with me? Well, you know, extra USB cables, because God only knows the kids are going to go like, I lost my cable. I can't charge my phone. So you want to take extra cables that match all the different phones that you have, because someone has an Android, someone has an Apple phone, someone has an Apple phone that's an old Apple phone, someone has an Apple phone that's a new Apple phone. Mm. So you have to have all the appropriate cables to take along with you as well. Uh, You want to take the chargers to go with those cables, because without the chargers, the cable might as well stay home too. So you're going to have to have all the appropriate cables for all those different things. And then I thought to myself, wow, if I'm going up to the cottage and I'm going to have to be able to charge all these things and I'm going to need the adapters and I'm going to need the cables, maybe I just only need the cables. And what I'll take with me is one of those really nice uh, 120 volt wall plates or wall sockets that you you put in the wall, you know, and and all you have to do is stop by like Home Depot or Lowe's or any elect, uh, electrical supply place, and you can buy them near fifteen twenty bucks. And on them, you can actually plug in your USB devices and charge them right on the wall. Wait, so instead of of uh, basically plugging into the two vertical smiley faces, which we know as electrical outlets. And, uh-huh. you know, you're saying that it not only provides two electrical outlets, but it also provides USB ports? You can get the ones that go right on top of the outlets like that that you can plug in. Me, personally, I say <laughs> just get rid of that. Let's fix it. Take out that uh, wall, pl- uh, two smiley faces in the wall, and replace it with the two smiley faces with the USB already built in. You know, it. and then the, then you light up the barbecue, and you can have that brewski. Yeah. And with a sense of accomplishment. Well, you know, and I think best practice is if the kids forget their chargers, oh, well. 
Yeah, right? you know, I was thinking along those lines Boy, too. Would this that is be a nice holiday. to get my kids to look up once in a while. You know, how much whining can you put up with, Gary? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, you know, they can't whine if they forgot it. So, but my kids are a little older, so they they take charge and and have to be responsible for their own stuff. So, you know, but that's a good point. You know, updating that that facility that you go to, or you know, if you have a cottage, I know we run a cottage and we share it with all my wife's brothers and sisters. And that thing was probably built during World, right after World War II, so it's all wood. You know, and uh, it's probably you could probably just bump, you know, take a football stance and knock the thing over. But uh, I'm sure the electrical could be used to be upgraded. Yeah, Emily. So. If people are used to you being on Facebook all the time and you're going on vacation, is there like a um, I'm on vacation sign that you can put up on, on Facebook or on Twitter? Because I mean, <laughs> like people like, are, are used to these tweets all the time and all of a sudden they're not getting them from you for two weeks. What happens then? That's so funny. I don't know if I've ever gone dark for two weeks. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, there should be some out of office you know, email responder equivalent to a Facebook post. I guess you could post something on your Facebook timeline and get creative. You know, a picture of you holding a sign that says gone vacationing or something yeah, <laughs> yeah but and, then, the st- and then every everybody that might want to take and steal something from your house will know when you're coming home okay see that is the reason why you just don't tell people where you're going you're right that's, you just that's, go dark right but you just have to go dark yeah <laughs> but do, do you really ever do that i mean everybody and their mother constantly is in you know unless you're out in the very very deep woods somewhere or over at ed's house you always have internet Same of some thing. sort all the time and uh-huh. and because of that do you ever actually stop communicating uh, for for social media yeah, probably not. But again, I, I really have been conservative as my own personal approach to not ever getting into the, this is exactly where I am at this moment and for how long I will be there. I, I don't tend to check in at the airport and things like that. Yeah, so a lot of people do. Hey, um, music's on, so that means uh, we're getting ready to take a break. We're going to come back after this break and talk a little more to Emily Hay from Hayes, Hey There Multimedia. <laughs> And welcome back to the Internet Advisor. I'm Ed Rudell here with Kyle Carson and Emily Hay and Gary Baker. So, Gary. So, it, so wasn't, when, it wasn't, hey there, multimedia, I made a mistake. It's social media because that's your expertise, right, Emily? Oh, gosh. No problem at all. Yes, that is us. Hey yeah. there, social media. <laughs> yeah, but social media has multimedia in it. It has, it like, can. videos. Yeah. It has communication and text. It has it pictures. It, it all counts, right? Yes. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. So with that in mind, uh, one other thing. Uh, what were you going to say, Ed? I'm, I'm sorry. I was reading my, my messages. Did, did, you, did you get all your messages? I, I, you know, someone wants to know if I want to play Euchre tonight. I'm here at the show, you know. So. See, yeah. once again, like I said, you never, never ever off, yeah. are offline. You never go dark. Yeah. Never, ever. You know, but one of the things, I, you know, for vacations, one thing that I've learned from being in Boy Scouts in that summertime is you always carry Ziploc bags for you. So when you're on vacation, you never know when that impromptu canoe trip or inner tube trip is going to happen. And you, and you want to have your phone with you mm-hmm. and you put it in a Ziploc or something like that. Right? Yep, that's true. You, you want to have things like that. So take a couple extra Ziploc bags with you. It won't hurt a bit. Take some rice with you. <laughs> because oh, work. yeah, good I, point. That, yeah. Mm-hmm. Good point. I yeah. used that point later. last week. I actually went, I did the uh, the Cal Carson where um, my son last week spilled some water 
on his on his laptop, and we we put it in a, a rice bag and put it in the in the in the refrigerator, not the freezer, not because, the freezer these times. Yeah, yeah, time. yeah, just the refrigerator because of the reduced humidity in there. Yep, and 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 sometimes you get lucky, and it'll just dry it right out, and everything is just you know fun and dandy, and, and you go on about your business, and sometimes you're not so lucky, and you end up buying a new phone. If you can't mm. if you can't use rice, what what else would you use? Can you wow. use kitty litter? I know we used to say that at one point. Is <laughs> <that not? laughs> it's, it's the clean kitty litter, not the used well, stuff, right? Yeah, but, <laughs> but but the problem is is that you have to use something that is is absorbent, but won't get all stuck up into the you know the headphone jacks and everything on there. So kitty litter would tend to get into things, I think, yeah. more because it goes into a dust type state. Well, you, I found that YouTube is very good for that, and. It, it, you, usually, you'll find a set of instructions that'll tell you how to disassemble the unit. Mm-hmm. And disconnect the battery if it's internal, like an iPhone. Right. And then you just leave it like splayed open, and all you know the the top cover, the back cover, the LCD panel, the batteries over here, and you let it sit overnight. And uh, I've rescued a, f- a few phones and tablets doing that. You know, so. Emily uh, with Ainsley, has she ever uh, gotten a hold of your phone? Luckily, she hasn't. But in fact, I was just going to ask you guys. I I love my big thick OtterBox cover. I mean, I know mm. I I take some flack from my husband on it, but. Um, are most of the times that you have an accident with, you know, water hitting hitting a device, does the does the cover just not work, or do you have to have a you know a really robust cover like like an OtterBox, or what do you find? Well, it, it depends on the type of cover that you have. If the cover okay. that you have has little coverings for every one of those little input spots, your speaker, your power connection, oh. your that sort of thing, if it covers those all up and seals them up, it chances are the moisture won't get into it. But if you do have those all exposed. That's where the real trouble happens. It gets inside those different ports on the uh, device, and that's how it gets in there and creates a problem. Right. I well, mean, some devices gotcha. are, are uh, you can upgrade them, like the Samsung S5. You can get a waterproof version of it or a water-resistant Oh, version. interesting. You know, now, I, in years past when I was young, and ta- let's talk about kids because I was a kid at that time, I can't mm-hmm. tell you how many times... I dove in the water with a wallet in my pocket. Mm-hmm. Um, I wonder what happens. That that, that outer box doesn't float, does it? Uh, like I said, I haven't, you I haven't tried had it. <laughs> well, you know, I, I have worked with people that do own a boat, and they do have uh, buoyancy cases for their phones. Oh, so you could buy those probably yes. online, I would guess. But I just imagine they're so bulky because I was talking to a guy and, and he was into it. Skier, you know, sort of like you, Gary. And yeah, but but <laughs> you, don't, you don't check your email while you're skiing. <laughs> <laughs> of course, you know, yeah, and where are you going to clip the phone at anyway? But, you know, another thing you could do on a boat, yeah, it's clunky as heck, but two rubber bands, a piece of styrofoam taped on the back of your phone. If it went overboard, it would still float. At least you'd find it, even if you did have to go dry it out and hope it worked, right? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, you know. yeah. So, Emily, l- yeah. let me ask you this question. Now it's summertime coming. Obviously, sometime during this year, you're going to go traveling. You're going to pack up with the little sheriff. You know, what do you have to carry for technology with you? <laughs> yeah, what's your bare minimum that you would take with you? Well, it was funny, Cal, when you were rattling off all of the gadgets, the chargers, the adapters that you need, I'm thinking, and we're not even talking about the humans that are going on this trip yet and everything you have to pack you know, for them. Um, but yeah, we are, we are doing some international travel this summer. So, um, generally I have my, my international travel checklist, just making sure to contact my cell phone carrier, make sure I've got my international plan. Um, there was one time that I went, went overseas and 
my Facebook usage just killed me. I, I did not realize just how much data, you know, posting on Facebook was, was eating up. So um, I certainly make sure that that's covered. Not that that has to do with, you know, taking a child over overseas. But, um, but yeah, for her, I, use, I still use my phone a lot. Like the timer features. I mean, there's some apps that I personally like to use. Um, there, there's one now that my daughter is just old enough to start making some kid crafts, like baby crafts at school, as I call it, at daycare. Um, there's this really cool app called Artkive, um, A-R-T-K-I-V-E, that it solves the problem of parents that just have too many of their kids' art projects all over the world. So um, you can consolidate and, and have them archived digitally. So I'm oh just, just starting to learn now what um, what technology apps I need for her. But like I said, I, I really couldn't be a parent without my iPhone. That might be sad to say. <laughs> you know, that is such a great idea. And uh, what what is that app again? Because I'm thinking about all those kindergarten kit pictures through sixth grade that we have Tupperwares filled yep. of the original content. And it would be nice to digitally archive that. What was the name of that app again? Sure. It's a clever name. It's called Archive. So A-R-T- and then K-I-V-E, Archive. Wow, I can I could probably regain at least two shelves with that. You know, <laughs> I, I, I have a similar application like that, that it's an analog one. It's called Fireplace. <laughs> oh, analog one. Very nice, Cal, yeah. <laughs> my, my, my daughter had, and this is, a, this is a completely side joke, but my daughter had created a piece of art like that when she was in, like, second grade, gave it to me, I took it to work, hung it up like all good parents do, and, and about 10 years later, she comes to work for, you know, daughter day, yeah. and she goes, mm-hmm. oh, look, you have my fish. I have no idea that thing was a fish, but <laughs> it was just great to have it hanging up there. But yeah, that's terrific. Is you that could, the one made with macaroni noodles? And- no, it had no macaroni at all, and it was completely <laughs> cheese-free, too. But, you know, that is a great application to have, so you can you know store all those things, because they are memories, and you're going to want to be able to look at them 50 years from now and say, yep. look what you did. Well, the other thing that you might want to consider if you're going to go on vacation, and you may not have the ability to have wireless internet access, is you might want to try contacting your internet service provider to see if your phone can... Uh, uh, be enabled for your mobile hotspot or my hotspot mm. so that when you're traveling at least to your vacation place or, or, or at a friend's place that you have internet access and and you might be able to turn it on for a month or pay prepay for a certain amount of data yeah that's the, really smart the other good thing is like if you happen to be a a, a comcast subscriber uh you can use their hotspots all over the country wherever they have comcast cert com service that was easy for me to say so that your neighbor up there that has uh, comcast and uh, what is it infinity or the uh, xfinity xfinity you can, service you can lo- if you're a customer you can log on to their xfinity uh, wi-fi hotspot put in your credentials and you can use as much bandwidth as you like because it's the same bandwidth that you're using from your home that's so that's a really great idea because and you can do that without being on vacation right just that's anywhere true. where you go um if you don't have to find a mcdonald's or a or a Starbucks or someplace else that has uh, internet access, you could go down the street when you hit a hotspot, stop and and use it. You know, that does seem to be the place that you go when you're getting that breakfast and everyone's pulling out their tablets and stuff and notebooks with, and they have their flip-flops on and they're still brushing the sand off their knees and they're at the restaurant and everyone's (laughs) checking up their social media. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, that happens a lot. So, um, you know, for the people staying home, I mean, it's a great Great time to barbecue, finally get things out uh, going. Is there any place that you recommend um, to go to find uh, some of the 
the kind of the, the the cool things that you might do in the springtime oh, I, when you get started? I, you know, I got one cool app that I use every year this time. Well, actually, I use it all year round, and it works with my iPhone. It's called iGrill. And it is, what does that do? Well, what it is, it is a thermometer that you stick into your meat, and then you turn on the app, and by a Bluetooth, it's constantly giving you information back to your phone, letting you know the exact temperature of your food. And when it's no up, way. And when it's the exact temperature, it beeps, you go out, you pull it out, and you bring it back in. So I could go out and sit by the pool, if I had a pool, and not have to worry about it until it's ready to come off the grill. Exactly. Wonderful, wonderful. Hey, um, there's some music. That means uh, we're going to take another commercial break. We're going to come back and talk to a guy from Grand Circus. Stay tuned. Welcome back to the Internet Advisor. My name's Cal Carson, and we're here once again, as we are every Saturday, uh, with Ed Rudell and uh, Gary Baker, of course. And uh, Foster's taking a break for today, but he will be back. You can guarantee that for sure. Uh, at this time, we'd like to go to the phones and talk with uh, uh, Emily Hay, and she has two other people that I'd like her to introduce as well. And uh, let's start off with that. Hey, Emily, how you doing? Great. Thanks so much, Cal. I really appreciate that. Um, so, again, we definitely want you guys to, to jump in on this conversation, and I'm excited to introduce um, a colleague of mine, Lisa Alberts. Lisa, you're on the line, right? Yes, I am. How are you today? I'm great. How are you guys? Good. Happy Memorial Day weekend. Yeah. Thanks for having me on. It's beautiful outside. Yeah. Hey, and thanks for jumping in so quickly. Uh, we had uh, something else teed up with Foster gone. We decided to postpone that to, uh, for a few weeks. So, Oh, thanks. it's my pleasure. Thanks for jumping in. Yeah. And so, um, Lisa, part of the reason I, I thought Lisa was the perfect fit for today's conversation, of course, earlier in the show, we're talking about all things technology and all things summer related. And what better small business to think of than a winery in Traverse City that social media is um, an aspect of what Lisa manages for them. There's social media marketing and there's social media management. So we thought that we could talk a little bit about this particular winery and and some of the things that they're doing on social media that some of the listeners, whether they are small business owners or if they're interested in some some tips and tricks for their own personal social networks that they could glean from what what Lisa's really working on. Well, Lisa, before you even get into that, tell us where your winery is, and if you want, tell us about one of your really best wines that you do. Oh, sure. So it's uh, Bringman Brothers Winery. They're located on Leelanau Peninsula, which is gorgeous. If you haven't been up there, you must go. Um, And they produce um, really, really some of the best wines um, up there, Uh, mostly white, a lot of Rieslings, Gewürztraminers, a lot of those sort of German wines, but some also really, really lovely red wines. And I'm a big fan. They they do a really nice um, couple of years now, vintages of Pinot Noir. That's really spectacular. Now, you can't send samples via Twitter or anything, can you? (laughs) No, I wish, right? Maybe that's the future of social media. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe. So what do you do do for them? Uh, so, like Emily mentioned, um, just managing um, their social media sites. So they're they're very active on Facebook and Twitter, and also on the review site Yelp, which has been um, really important for them in terms of monitoring and responding to reviews, both positive and negative, of course. Yes, and you and you work um, at Hey There uh, yes. social media with uh, with Emily Hay. Yes, absolutely. Lucky to be there. Oh, <laughs> oh well. Lisa definitely leads the effort with um, with Bregman Brothers, and again, she's, she's 
she's got some cool things going for them. She completely manages the account. Um, but again, when she and I were talking about some of the things that are going really well for them, um, a lot of it, you know, it comes up again. And Lisa mentioned Yelp, so we wanted to make sure that, again, for all the small business owners that are out there and listening today, that don't think that you can opt out of being on Yelp. Remember, Yelp is that big review site, and I know it can be intimidating to think, oh, there's negative reviews floating around about my business, but maybe there are positive reviews that really deserve your time and attention to respond to people. As long as they inc- spell your name right, isn't uh, kind of any any kind of media good media? <laughs> maybe not, eh? I think, too, even the negative reviews, are really important to respond to because really it's showing your prospective customers that you care about what people think and the experience that they've had and that you're going to take the time to, you know, if there was a mistake made or somebody was unhappy with their service, that you take the time to evaluate why those things happened. 